King. Peace, peace, peace. World premiere with another How you living, boy? Banger. How you living? I'm good over here, man. What's living, going on? Boy? I'm good, bro. Another EP. Man, another EP we about to drop out, you know? So, you know, something for the peoples. It's been a minute for them since they heard us and everything. So, what's going on with it's you? It's July, bro. Yeah. It's July. It's July. Summer. It's officially summer. AKA. So, it costs to come outside. AKA hurricane season at the same time, but that's on my side of the water, though. Uh, well, you know, that's global warming yep. and uh, all that bullshit that the government's doing with the weather. I know you've seen in the middle of the ocean, a fire broke out. I kind of heard something about that, but I didn't really pay too much attention about it. Bro, you don't watch the news? Like, are you just going to die, like, not knowing the actual I mean, honestly, honestly, I, I haven't been watching lately, man. I've just been on some Amazon Prime and Netflix, really. So, yeah, out out in the middle of the ocean, I think it was like an oil tanker or some shit, and they was digging for fucking oil and resources. The next thing you know, mm-hmm. gas explosion, 
literally fire in the middle of the ocean, bro. And what do these smart dumb niggas do? What? They try and put water on it. <laughs> Nigga, you sit in the middle. The water is on fire. Right. Literally, the water is on fire, and they try and put water on top of it. Fucking geniuses, bro. And niggas told me I needed to go to college so I could make something of myself. And these niggas is out here putting water on, on top fire of water. in the water. In the water. <laughs> <sighs> but you know what? Fourth of July was lit. I'm talking crazy. Everybody had fireworks. Yeah, same uh, out here. I really, really, same out here. Really, really wish I made that trip down the south of the border, but I ain't make that trip. Um, but you know what? Fuck it. I had a good time. I got lit, hung out, fucking sat on the couch, watched TV. I watch, I watch a lot of boxing movies. Right. Uh, just because that was the type of mood I was in. I, I was missing some UFC, I guess. Uh, but I also watched. The Milwaukee fucking Bucks. <laughs> the Milwaukee fucking Bucks beat up on the Hawks with no Giannis. No Giannis. Fam, do the Bucks look better without Giannis? Or is that just me? Honestly, I think it's just you. But my whole thing was because Giannis was out, I thought maybe Atlanta was going to squeeze one more, at least force a game seven. But still, Milwaukee did the damn thing without Giannis. And that was like just really like, oh, okay, shit. He's already gonna he, was- he's already gonna miss game one from what I from what I read. So just because game one's tomorrow, Tuesday, and I hate to date this. Game one's tomorrow, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But if they took it to seven games, I promise you, Giannis was gonna go out there and play on one leg to to face elimination, yeah. Giannis was going to go out there and play on one leg on a game seven. Now, you're not going to play game one, and that's cool. Uh, the Suns got home court advantage, uh, so they're already down. I mean, if you want to keep it a buck, I don't care if Giannis comes back with three of his brothers. <laughs> they're not beating the Suns. Suns in six, they are going to be some exciting games. A couple of these games are going to go into overtime, Yeah, uh, but but the Bucks, if they want a chance to win, Chris Middleton is going to have to drop 30-plus every night. Nope. Brooke Lopez is going to have to drop 20-plus every night. Drew Holiday is going to have to do a 20-10 and 10 every night. And that's not happening. Chris Paul is going to take advantage of Drew Holiday. You're going to yeah. see... That old veteran savvy shit. His first time in the playoffs. Come on, man. That man hungry. That man's hungry. He hungry. Who's first time in the playoffs? CP3. Oh, his first time in the finals, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, finals. I'm in finals. I'm in finals. So, yeah, that man's hungry. This is the legend, bro. Yeah, that man's hungry. This is the legend. This This is the legend of Chris Paul. And I've been watching a lot of fucking da dun dun duns talk on TV talk on these podcasts and they say oh chris paul is proving that you can make it to the finals without a super team right look fam and and then they go back to blaming lebron now i I know y'all say i cape for lebron (laughs) and it's not that i cape for lebron i just want you to be accurate i just want whenever you get your facts out there i want you to have your facts straight lebron didn't start super teams there have been plenty of super teams in the 80s there were super teams 
eighties, nineties. Charles Barkley were on the same fucking team together with Moses Malone. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. That's a fucking super team. Even though Dr. J was in the, the ending stage of his career, he was still motherfucking Dr. J. Couldn't shoot, but the motherfucker never was able to shoot. So what the fuck? I don't a, know what I'm talking go, about. Always goes to the room type of person, bro. The fucking Rockets had Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and Hakeem Olajuwon. And at one point, that's a fucking super team, and, and bro. And at one point, Scottie Pippen. Yeah, but they ain't having while they had uh, when they had that crew. But I mean, I'm just saying, it's not a super team. It's not a super team league. That's what we've seen for the past couple years. That's just a new narrative uh, now. You just you can't do the shit by yourself, bro. You can't do yeah. the shit by yourself. And everybody, like, the Bulls were a fucking super team, bro. They had fucking Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan. That's a fucking super team. You want to know only three people in the league have ever got 100 steals and fucking 200 assists? (laughs) And guess what? Two of those people are Pippen and Jordan. Oh, no, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. 200 steals and 100 blocks in one season. Three people have done it. Pippen and Jordan are two of those people. Right. They played on the same fucking team, bro. You mean to tell me these motherfuckers got 200, 400 steals between the both of them and 200 blocks between the both of them? And that's not a super team? Man, either I mean, you got to think about the years that, that, that they broke into the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Jordan was like, what, 82, 83? And maybe Pip came like a year later. Uh, Jordan was 88. 88. Jordan was in the league uh, 86, 87, 88, I think. Yeah, and then Scotty Jordan came. The Scotty followed him, right? That next year. Nah, five years. About five years later. Jordan never made it out the first round. Jordan only had one playoff win before he got with Scotty Pippen. So don't downplay Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's got a book coming out. Oh, yeah. He's doing a whole lot of press for this book, he's talking a lot of shit. So that he can sell this book, I urge everybody to go buy Scottie Pippen's book. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make a difference in your life, but it will help you properly speak to the narrative or the fairy tale, the fable, mm-hmm. the myth that is Michael Cheese Eyes Jordan. But off of, off of Cheese Eyes, I'm looking forward to these finals because I want to see DeAndre Ayton yes. get busy. He's going to take advantage of Brooke well. Lopez. He's going to take advantage of Brooke Lopez because Brooke Lopez likes his jump shot. So Brooke Lopez is going to spend a lot of time at the three-point line, Just which means... The- just don't uh, throw it to the corner with like .67s left and he passes the ball away instead of taking the shot. He's not going to do that nut up shit no more. <laughs> but what he will do is he will camp out at the corner yep. trying to shoot a corner three. And DeAndre Ayton ain't chasing his ass out there. DeAndre Ayton is going to play body to body on Giannis because he's also athletic. Mm-hmm. And when Giannis gets out there, he's on a bad knee. So he's not going to be his normal self where he likes to attack the rim. Exactly. He's going to play that bullshit pop up jump shot game. Back you down. Now he don't back nobody down because he don't have post moves. He he he's he, will, he, will catch he tries the ball. to do a spin move off a dude. Uh, when he when he's not running with a full head of steam, yeah. he doesn't know what to do, bro. He's a, and that's he's... what he does. He catches the ball at the three point line. He fucking isos. He does a little hesitation. Next thing you know, he's got a full head of steam. One step from the 
foul line, mm-hmm. and he can jump, and that's his launch pad. He can jump up, get the crazy layup, and guess what? Giannis can kill. Giannis can kill the Suns, but he can't beat the Suns by himself. So if they play disciplined defense on Middleton, if Bridges, if Payne, if uh, the other Cam, uh, the, the fucking point guard, if they all play disciplined defense on Drew Holiday, on that fucking Italian white boy and Middleton, then it's going to be good for them. Chris Chris Paul is getting the ring this year, bro. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. When Chris Paul gets this ring, he will enter my top five point guards. Okay. My top five point guards is a solid top fucking five. I mean, and, and I like Phoenix's chances, you know, this time around. So really, it's not their chances. They winning. It ain't about chances. Yo, they winning, dog. It's not about gambling. It's, nah, no it's, gambling. It's, it's a mismatch. I'm just saying, like, for, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, this is this is Chris Paul's year. Like, come on, you take out the Clippers, and I've been reading articles all the time saying, okay, if Kawhi would have played any type of game, would the Clippers have hunched over the Suns? I mean, it's like nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Because Kawhi ain't consistent enough. You, if you're not consistent, if you're not consistent at this level in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you're not going to get your shit off. Now, I talk a lot of shit about playoff P. I talk a lot of shit about playoff P. Yeah, proudly, well, I proudly he, he talk shit about playoff on. P. He put the cape on. Goddamn, he it. he did a great job without Kawhi. Yep. And guess and guess what the fuck happened? Ooh. As soon as these niggas got eliminated, guess what the fuck happened? Kawhi's a free agent. That's that's what I was getting ready to say because I remember getting a notification on my phone saying like uh Miami and Dallas were like I ain't this motherfucker, yo. Yep. He's got a player option, one year deal. If he stays in California, he gets thirty six million dollars. Okay. But if he stays in California, he's gotta pay thirteen percent tax, which means he's gonna lose around eleven million dollars. Yep. And for a nigga like LeBron, a nigga like Steph, losing eleven million dollars on your NBA contract, it's not a big deal because Steph got shoe money. LeBron got shoe money. LeBron got Space Jam. What the fuck does Kawhi have? He's got he um, have a social media presence. He's got New Balance. Yeah, so he's going to say he's got New, new balance. balance. don't really. And New Balance don't fuck with him. He's not, he's not vocal enough to put in a commercial. He's not active or funny. He don't smile. He can't get money outside of basketball, fam. Mm. So that 13 mil that he's going to lose yep. hurts. He ain't got 10 more, 10 more years in him to play like LeBron. So guess what? He's looking to make his next move. If he goes to Miami. No state tax. He called Jimmy Butler. Before he called PG. Before he called PG, he called Jimmy Butler. Ooh. And guess what? Yeah. Jimmy Butler is a vocal player. Jimmy Butler oh, yeah. is a know this from his days Jimmy in Minnesota, Butler, screaming at the players and the coaches. Jimmy Butler's a leader. In practice. So if he goes to play with Jimmy, if he goes to play with Jimmy, guess what? A lot of pressure off Kawhi. I can just go out here and hoop, and Jimmy's the leader. Jimmy's the person that's got to talk to everybody. Jimmy's got to be the floor general. Yep. Jimmy's got it under control. But if he goes to Miami... Everything else about the Heat is question marks. Yeah, you got Jimmy. Yeah, you got Bam. But do you got Duncan Robinson? Who knows? Do you have Tyler Hero? Who knows? Do you have Drogic? 
Who knows? Everything else about Miami is a question mark. Mm-hmm. So it looks attractive, but you don't know what the other pieces are going to be. They're not a deep team. So going to Miami isn't a great idea. Yes, it looks good. Yes, playing with the Heat looks great. Yes, you'll save, I know yes, yes, you'll save some paper. <laughs> yes, you'll save some paper, which is important. Now, let's say he goes to Dallas. No, Dallas is also in the mix. No, no state you taxes. Got a young, no state taxes. You got, a, you got a young Luka Doncic. Great leader. He's a point guard. I wish he didn't play point guard because if he didn't play point guard, he could play off the ball a little bit better. He wouldn't have to have such a high usage rate. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. He has a high usage rate because all he got is Tim Hardaway and Chris Stapp's Porzingis. But if he had Kawhi out there, Kawhi could clamp, put the clamps on the best player, come through, and be reliable for a mid-range shot or whatever the fuck Kawhi does. And then KP could be the third option, as he should be. KP's not a second option, bro. Yeah, he's just, but he's neither just is always Hardaway. Been, he's just always been injury prone. It's not just because he's injury prone. He's not that great of a basketball player. Not not the second option is too much pressure for Porzingis. Yeah. The second option is too much pressure. Yeah, take yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it but takes it's off great, of everybody. It's a great amount of pressure. If you give it to Kawhi, you make Hardaway the third option, Porzingis the third option, and they just switch off any given night. Mm-hmm. They got a couple draft picks. Mark Cuban can give Kawhi's weird ass that fucking private jet and say fly back and forth to Fresno whenever you want. Kawhi Leonard, you fucking weirdo. I still fucking want your straight back fade, boy. Pause. Hate you. Sitting on the fucking bench. Game six, you want to sit on the bench. No, my nigga, go back to the owner's box. You fucking herb. Your team's out here battling for their playoff livelihood. And you not sitting on the bench with your squad? Yo, he had all season for for low management, man. I don't understand that. Come on. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm he was pissed. Getting, he was take, getting that first take class treatment, games man. Off every season. Yeah. Ain't no, well, ain't no other player getting that type of that he, load management treatment, man. More than him. The the rumor is the medical staff fucked up, mm-hmm. just like they did in San Antonio. That's the rumor. The medical staff fucked up, just like they did in San Antonio, and that's why he is wanting to leave because he ain't got the juice like that to go in there and say, yo, fire this nigga, fire this nigga, fire this motherfucker. Like, he ain't got the juice like that. And he don't talk. Nah, he don't. He don't talk. He's super quiet. (laughs) If you don't talk, how the fuck you gonna fucking ask? for some shit when, like, hey, fam, we don't never hear from you. The one time we heard from you, you said to get Paul George so you could win, and you still ain't won. Yeah. And it's been, like, what, two, three seasons now between the two of them together? We're not listening to you no more. This is the second season. This is the furthest they got, two seasons. Last year, the Nuggets took them out, which was fucking brazy (laughs) because the Nuggets should not have taken out the Clippers. No injuries. Fucking white boy, Joker, the Joker. fucking MVP, took these niggas out. Oh, man, <laughs> but it's fucking crazy. NBA is crazy. I'm hype. I can't wait for the finals. I'm fucking locked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna fucking be talk. I'm gonna talk a lot of shit. You hear me? I'm gonna talk a lot of shit. Devin Booker 
finals MVP. Well, no, excuse me. Chris Paul is going to be finals MVP, but he's splitting minutes with the young boy that played point guard for him when he was when he was under COVID protocol. Oh, but it's okay because I'd rather have Chris Paul for 20, 25 minutes a game mm-hmm. versus having Chris Paul for 40 minutes a game because that nigga's going to get hurt when you play him that much. He's old. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is old. It shows, but he can still ball. That's why he's in the finals now. He's got a great team around his ass. Shout out to the Suns, man. Great young team around him. Shout out to the Suns. I fucking love seeing this shit. I love seeing parody in sports. I'm not going to lie. I got accustomed to seeing LeBron in the finals every year, Steph Curry in the finals every year. I got accustomed to that shit, especially for Steph, because I'm a Warriors fan. We all got spoiled. I got accustomed to that shit every year. Uh, But I love parody. I love seeing new teams Mm -hmm. in the finals, and it's going to make it very interesting. I know people are like, oh, the ratings are going to be terrible. Even I said the ratings was going to be terrible. (laughs) But that fucking... That fucking series, uh, the Suns, who they play? Uh, I think it was the first. I think it was the first game of this series when they had that double overtime game, that overtime game with the alley oop to eight. Yeah, the last seconds and shit. Yeah, highest highest rated game that wasn't a finals in like twenty years. So guess what? Small market teams can go out here and do this shit. I'm not gonna say that bullshit. Uh, Super team shit can't win because if the Nets was healthy, I promise you they would have fucking won. But them, them niggas is never healthy. The fucking clinic gang. Uh, fuck Kevin Durant, too. <laughs> James Harden, you still cool with me, but I know you went to the strip club. So, <laughs> speaking of NBA, club. speaking oh, of man. NBA, my, yeah. Girl, yeah. my girl, Rachel Nichols. Said some foul shit. Now, I want to preface this with she said it last year, Mm -hmm. but she said it about one of her peers, Maria Taylor, another uh, female journalist, analyst, and she's of color. So I want to play this clip and then we're going to dissect it. Classic Rachel Nichols, acting like she cares about diversity and making change until it affects her wallet. This is the same woman who the day after Derrick Rose dropped a 50-point game, decided to bring up his rape case where he was found innocent. This is also the same woman that lies repeatedly on national television saying she voted Clay Thompson for all-team defense and she'll sit up there and be outraged that certain players or certain coaches don't get the rewards they deserve or the recognition they deserve while she's not reporting on them or voting for them to get these awards. Also, guys, she's all pissed off now, but where was her support of Paul Pierce? When Paul Pierce lost his job, she had nothing to say. She was willing to let him fall under that bus, so she better not get any support from her colleagues. 
In fact, if this was one of her colleagues who were missing out on this opportunity and they were complaining about it just like she was, I guarantee you she would not be on their side at all and she would say that they're just being selfish. So to sum up my thoughts on it, do I think her opinion is So, big shit. I mean, it's it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. My my main complaint, my main complaint about this is she's a woman. Her peer, the peer that she was complaining about, is also a woman, mm-hmm. but a woman of color. So, and that's, and that's the cutting edge right there. Well, I mean, she's got an attitude, rightfully so, that oh, basically yeah. Maria Taylor is taking your job and you got to be cool with it mm-hmm. and school her. But instead of being graceful, moving out the way for a motherfucker that can talk everything sports. Like she said, she covers basketball. She covers football. She also covers college basketball. She also covers WNBA. She also covers women's NCAA. So she's big. She's the Swiss Army knife of this shit. Mm -hmm. Rachel, you good at NBA. That's it. I know the finals is a big stage, but you can't, you cannot get caught out there not supporting your peers. Now, listen, I go to work every day and I support my peers. At the same time, I'm working my ass off because I'm keeping my foot on these niggas' neck. Rachel Nichols should have the same outlook on this. Yeah. Talking about, oh, yeah, I know they're just doing this because of diversity and that's how they've been because they're not really diverse. Like, bitch. If you know they're not diverse, if you know it's hard for a woman, then why not help a motherfucker get along? Mm-hmm. Because when she get along, first thing she's going to do is come back and make sure you straight. Come back and pull you up so that you on her level. Straight hate. Hate, 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 hate. It's, it's, it's one of those. Oh, my God. It's, it's one of those things where, like, it reminds me of certain, certain employees that I used to work with. Who would always sit here and think that, you know, they were untouchable when one day, you know, damn well, your ass is going to get touched, regardless of your one performance that you only know how to do. And that's what it really is in this case. She thought she thought, you know, she was untouchable on NBA jump. That was going to be her shit. You know, ain't nobody touching this. This is all me. But, you know, you got to understand that, you know, if the higher up sees something better, (laughs) anybody can get it. Anybody can get cut, man. Most number one seeds got yo, clips. She's like the attorney. <laughs> she was in the middle of a contract, fam. Yeah. So it's not it's not her taking over your shit permanently. If she crashes and burns, that only solidifies your spot even more. Mm-hmm. But it's just this. It's if she doesn't bring in diversity, I'm still mad about this shit because it's another woman. Mm-hmm. And women in this field, this is a man's field. Not to be sexist or nothing, but this is a man's field, bro. Yeah, that's why, you know, journalism. Props to him uh, trying to get that line. equal pay and shit, bro. For real. That's what they really fight for. Oh, I'm not for. talking about the pay. I'm just talking I mean, about. No, but that's, that's one of the like things how that, many, that's involved with it, though. How many women analysts do you see at the game? You see Rachel Nichols at basketball. You see um, Doris Berkman in basketball. In football, you see the black lady with the bad wigs. And that's it, bro. Like, it's a handful of them motherfuckers. 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. I just can't. I can't so think. So don't just I, say. I can't think of a name. I can see who you're talking about. Yeah. So don't just say that they're doing this because they're trying to show diversity. Because now you took away all her accomplishments that she made. Right. This ain't affirmative action, my nigga. She has a bigger social media presence than you. Oof. You do you do nut up shit. Like talk about Derrick Rose's rape case after he wins the MVP. Ain't no reason to bring that up, my nigga. We're <laughs> celebrating him and his performance for that basketball year. You're talking about a rape case that happened seven years before right. he won the MVP. Makes no sense, bro. Like, listen, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it good. Right. You can give somebody props without bringing down another person. I can say Jay-Z yeah, is the best rapper alive yeah. without bringing down Nas, without bringing down Drake. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because at the same time, you know, it's just like you said, as soon as you're at the top, there's always going to be people that's going to want to try and find something on you to drag you down, even if it's an inch. Oh, man, sheesh. It's always something in the sports world, man. Like, nobody's safe out there in the streets. And <laughs> nobody well, is safe. it's yo. funny because... Regardless, regardless of the name, too, yo. Like, it does not matter. It's funny because the last couple years, you've been hearing more bullshit about these analysts, mm-hmm. about these commentators, about these journalists. Getting in fucking heard trouble. heard a lot of shit. You heard a lot of shit between Skip and Stephen A when Skip's contract was up. Oh, yeah. And then when Stephen A got the most highest paid ESPN person ever in the history of journalists, you heard a lot about that. It was a lot of people hating. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Whoa. Rachel Nichols, she, she went on TV today and she apologized for this shit. Yeah. And she gave a weak-ass apology and she was sitting next to Kendrick Perkins and Ooh. somebody else. And... I, it I was can about see, a six-minute segment. She talked. <laughs> well, Kendrick was just like, hey, hey, that's very big of you to understand that you made a mistake and you came and spoke out. But let me tell you the shit that pissed me off. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins and the other motherfucker that was sitting next to her talked more about the situation than she did. Mm. She just came out 45 seconds. Hey, I fucked up. Hey, this was a year ago. Hey, I got nothing but respect for Maria Taylor. She's great at what she does. And, you know, I'm going to be better about this. What she really meant to say is, when I'm mic'd up, I'm not going to talk bad about people because it might come out in the future. <laughs> yo, how do you know what she wanted mic to is say hot, was, come on, my man. ESPN contract, my ESPN contract about to be over. Catch me on FS1. Catch me on iHeartRadio. Yo, that's the, that was that was the first thing that came to my mind. Food. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I said, okay, if she gets cut from ESPN, she's going straight to Fox Sports. Like, immediately. But that's what I'm saying. Like, these motherfuckers don't stick together. Mm-mm. And the fact that a lot of these folks are, are former athletes and they don't stick together, it pisses me off. Like, Paul Pierce, he did some nut up shit. So I get why nobody wanted to stand next to him. Super nut up shit. I get it. So don't <laughs> don't stand next to the nigga, but don't speak out about the nigga either. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that, fam. If you work with me, you know my muscle. You know my ethic. You know how I give it up. I get caught doing some nut up shit, mm-hmm. and it didn't impact you. I don't want to hear you saying nothing bad about me. 
I want to hear you say, yo, when I work with Dizzle, bro, hey, that motherfucker got the job done. Hey, when I caught out sick, Dizzle, Dizzle cover for me. And if you're not going to say nothing good, don't say nothing bad neither and shut the fuck up and move out the way. Shit. You pick a side, you better stay there. Rachel Nichols, you pick the side. You better stay there. What do you think Doc and Dwight did in the 80s with the fucking mess? We're still producing numbers. <laughs> oh, yo. Bobby Benilia Day just passed. Right. I love this shit. It's my favorite day of the year, July 1st. July 1st, every year, the Nets, the New York Nets, uh, excuse Mets. me, Mets. Yeah, Mets. The New York Metropolitans. They have to pay Bobby Benilia every year on the 1st of July. Do you know why they have to pay him? Oh, yeah. That's been going on for years now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. $1.19 million A until year. the year 2035. Oh, my God. I didn't bro, realize it was that I don't long. know who's better. Until 2035. We got 14 more years, 14 more installments of this shit. I don't know who's better, his agent or Iverson's agent with the Reebok deal. Right. Yeah, I have was... no clue who's better. But Reebok got new owners, and the new owners is looking at Iverson's contract like, yo, fam, in eight years, we got to give him 35 more mil. What? Yeah, Iverson's got a deal. Every 10 years, he gets $35 million. That's oh, why they started shit. reselling his sneakers. Because they not finna pay him for nothing. They finna make some bread off of him. Oh, of two course. years ago when he turned 40, two or three years ago when he turned 40, they gave him 30-some-odd mil, mm-hmm. and he needed it. He was hurting. Oh, yeah. But he he structured his shoe deal like that. You're going to make me the highest-paid Reebok athlete ever, and after I retire, I want that bag. If you want me to stay with y'all forever and you don't want me to go to Nike you don't want me to go to Jordan Lord, King Jordan? Don't let, don't let AI go to Nike. Bag well after I get done playing ball. Don't let AI go to Nike. Mm-mm-mm. I can't believe you didn't know about that. Nah, I mean, as far as I know, I just thought he was still broke. But I didn't know his contract was really st- structured like that. So that's brand new. Damn. Yo. I mean, that is a smart fucking move right there, bro. Bro. Uh, next, we got to talk about some trauma, bro. Mm. So, young Shikari Richardson for the Olympics, track star, she popped dirty on a piss test. She popped dirty on a piss test, and now she's suspended for 30 days. So, now she can't run her normal race. Right. Uh, I think in 30 days, the 28th of July, 27th of July, she'll be eligible to run this relay race, and that's not her main shit. Okay. Uh, she was going to clean up. She was going to clean up at the Olympics. Why would you do year. that shit before a fucking race, yo? Oh, my God. Well, I don't think she smoked before the race. Uh, I mean, yeah, but it could have been a week or two ago. Out. Yeah. No, no, no! It was it was back when she was in Oregon doing the pre qualification. Mm. But she found out her mother died, her biological mother. Okay. She found out from a reporter. Oh, she found out from a reporter shit. three days after it happened. Okay, so that's fucked up, right so there. So tell me, that's fucked up, right there. So tell me, and this is this is a broad conversation. 
tell me how you deal as a man, a regular person. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you deal with your trauma. How do I deal with my trauma? Shit. Of course, the number one thing is always self-medication. Self-medicating, no matter what, what, what drug of choice it is. In this case, yeah, I would be smoking too. Seriously. So, as Any, a man, anything or, the, and just as a human being. Yeah. Anything. As a human being, we have traumas, we have buttons, we have triggers. And one thing that we do, mm-hmm. we always say we're okay. And well, this yeah, is a big that's deal. That's a normal human response. This. Well, I learned about this in therapy. Ditto. You know, I go to therapy and she's like, yo, Ditto. what you here for? Mm. She's like, yo, what you here for, DJ? And I said, look, I got some behavioral issues. I got some impulse issues. I got some anger issues. Yeah. But I'm looking to be a better son. I'm looking to be a better father. I'm looking to be a better employee for my company. I'm looking to be a better person for my person. Yep. And she said, are you not good at any of these areas today? And I said, no, I'm great. But I want to improve. I want to be better for those people. Yeah. And she said, yeah, that's real cool, bro. That's real cool. And she's taking notes. And she Mom said, doesn't take notes. How? Well, actually, oh, yeah, my actually, actually you know what? Mine, mine um, video records me. On the on the laptop, yeah, on the laptop. That's what mine does. And, and then take take the notes later. Yeah, there you go. But she took the notes and she said, she said, "Yo, so what about yourself? Are you good to yourself?" Mm. I don't know. What do you mean? She's like, "How do you love you? Are you good to yourself?" And I was stumped, bro. Yo, mom would ask me the same question. You're so too. focused. <laughs> She said, you so focused on being good for everybody, being the perfect person for everybody. Mm-hmm. You stop worrying about being good to yourself. And then we talked about trauma. And she says, yo, you had a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. You you told me you called your person and you sent the text message saying, don't panic. I'm OK. Were you actually OK? Absolutely not. Nope. So why did you say you are okay? Because that's how I'm conditioned. I'm a man. That's when the, I was a boy. That's the automatic thought, bro. Yeah, when I was a boy and you fall off your bike and you skin your knee, mm-hmm. what's grandma say? She hollers off the porch. You all right, get up. Get up. Get the rocks out of that wound. What your daddy say when you fall and you fuck your shit up and your arm hurts and you about to start crying? Hey, man, suck them tears up. Don't be crying. <laughs> Boys don't cry. That's what they say. Boys don't cry. So as men, we carry around this trauma and we don't know how to communicate it. We say we're okay when we're definitely not okay. And that's a problem. This young lady, her mother died. Yeah. And everybody is saying like, yo, fam, your mother died. You should have went to a therapist. You should have got some antidepressants. Guess what? I'm not finna take opioids. Mm-mm. I'm not finna take medicine because they say weed's a gateway drug. Nah, this other shit is a gateway drug, fam. <laughs> yeah. Them, the them new, opioids the new is a gateway, gateway drug. drug. 
That's the new gateway drug. You opioids. Watch, you watch any you watch any documentary on heroin, mm-hmm. and a nigga always started out with opioids. He was riding his dirt bike in the woods. He broke his leg. They gave him opioids for painkillers. Now mm. he's sucking dick for heroin. God Olympic dang. Olympic participants have a list of things they can and cannot put into their body. Mm-hmm. Last time they had the Olympics, a young a black woman was suspended because she had an abortion two days before. Oh my goodness! The Olympics. Oh my. Goodness. Oh my she, goodness. She had an abortion so that she could fucking run track for the Olympics. And they suspended her because when she got the abortion, some medicine was given to her for pain. Yep. And it's on the list of medicine that you cannot have. Ouch. That's extremely disappointing. I am not bearing this child so I can continue with my Olympic career. And you seriously want to talk about a lose-lose situation right there. Bro, the, it's ugly. The ultimate lose-lose. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, my goodness, yo. I'm not, I'm not giving her a pass for smoking. You shouldn't smoke if you participate in the Olympics. I, I think everybody knows that. Mm. I think that's kind of just bong-bong. Duh. But. I understand the situation. I mean, it's smart. Had it's... my parental figure, right? Had my parental figure passed away, or anybody that was close to me had passed away, I would have did my normal self medication. Mm-hmm. I would have went and got me some Jameson. I would have went and got me a blunt. I would have went and got me whatever the fuck I like to do that takes me away from the situation. Yep. I would have went and did it too. And if you catch me, you caught me. Guess what? The Olympics coming around in four years. The (laughs) Olympics coming around in four years. I'll bust y'all ass in four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what does that got to do with something? I feel bad because she... Yeah, I feel bad because she's a black woman. I feel bad because she's a woman. And she had to go on TV and, and apologize and explain herself like, yo, fam, number one, don't put my fucking business out there. If you're going to suspend me, suspend me. Don't tell nobody why, because it ain't nobody's business. It's not for public consumption. Yeah, I still can't believe she, had, I still can't believe she found out from a, from a reporter, yo. That's, that's, that's from a reporter, bro. That, that shit irks me. Like, Three days yeah. after it happened. Wow. Because when, you, when you're doing your Olympic shit, like, you isolated. You away from the world. And that's how they make sure that nobody does no shit they're not supposed to do. You got a chaperone. You you can't even go to the store. She said she couldn't even go to the store and buy feminine products, Tampax, by herself. Somebody came with her. Like what, a teammate or something? Somebody. No, a chaperone. Like a motherfucker what? that gets paid to watch these people to make sure they're not oh, doing shit. God. During event time, they have chaperones, bro. This shit is fucking disgusting. The way the Olympics is built, it's way worse than college. And the reason why I say it's way worse than college, mm-hmm. because at least the college kids can get an education. These Olympic motherfuckers, yeah, you get Olympic notoriety. Yeah, that shit can turn into crazy ads. That shit can turn into a brand new life gold medalist. You're going to go down in history. That's cool shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting paid because you have to be an amateur. So you're not getting paid. 
when you're a part of the Olympics, the Olympics stipend you out like $112 a week or some bullshit like that. And it's not enough to live on. So between these four years, I got to be broke. I got to fucking get a job. I got to fucking do whatever I can to survive just so that I can go out here and do this shit again in four years. Now, the main reason why I'm not mad is because they kept that same energy with Michael Phelps, dumbass. (laughs) Years ago, Michael Phelps was out here smoking out the bong in the hot tub Mm -hmm. with Matt Leinhardt. With Matt Leinhardt from fucking USC, yeah. that was the nastiest hot tub picture I ever saw in my life. Now, Ooh, it was nasty. Out here killing it with like eight, nine medals in that one Olympics. Smelt like mayonnaise. I could smell the picture from here. <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. But guess what? They kept the same energy. Now, I will say, weed is legal in Virginia. Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. But I want I want people to understand what is actually legal. Yeah. I, actually, uh, me and Phenomenon was having a conversation about that the other day because he had gave me a call and shit. So, and that was like one of the things that came up. So he pretty much just asked me how I was enjoying it. And I was just like, you know, right now I'm, I'm cool because, you know, I don't really cop as much as I used to. But every now and then, you know, I'll still smoke. But it's like, you know, because I remember one of the things he told me was just like, because I asked him, I was like, you know, when are they going to start selling in stores? And he pretty much told me that's that shit ain't going to happen until like 2024. 2024. Mm-hmm. So right now, you have to be 21 to have weed. You can grow up to four plants on your residence. Yep. You cannot have an open weed container in the car. You can't smoke in the car. Can't smoke in the you whip? You can't smoke out in public. Well, wh- No, you can't smoke in the whip because it's a DUI. Oh, it's yeah, a DWI okay. if you're smoking in a whip. You're driving under the influence. Yeah. You can't have an open container the in fuck, the car. Who the fuck, just like who the fuck does not get away with that every single fucking day? That's... Hey, bro, I'm just telling you what the rules are. I yeah, just I, know, I know, I know. You can't just be out here and walk up and down the Virginia Beach Strip smoking a blunt Mm-mm. because you can't do it out. You can't just do it out in the open on your own property. If you want to smoke a blunt, feel free. Yeah. If you're 21, mm-hmm. don't get caught in a cipher with somebody who's not 21. And that's it, bro. They got real strict with it. They got they, real they strict de- with it. They, <laughs> they decriminalized it last year yeah. where up to an ounce. So if you got caught with it in your car last July, up to an ounce, with no appearance that you were selling it, then they would just write you a ticket. You go on about your business. I think that was more important than what happened this July. This July, they just basically said, hey, if you want to, you can grow some. Hey, if you want to smoke it, you can smoke it on your front porch. Nobody's going to call the cops on you. Still can't take it in your car. Still can't have an open container in your car. And, you know, and you can't smoke it walking up and down the street. The fucking stores ain't opening <laughs> up till 2024. Yep. So you still got two years before you start paying that taxed Ooh. super weed. It's going to be way better than the shit you're getting from your man. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be taxed like a bitch. But, hey, that's I can what only you want to do, then that's what like, you do. I can only imagine how much like each different size is going to cost. 
um, projected price of forty dollar eighth today will be ninety dollars. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna have, but I'm gonna have to move out west. Yo. I'm gonna have to move out west. But the THC percentage that you're getting now from your local man is probably ten percent or less. The THC mm. percentage that you'll be able to get. Trust me, trust me. I've done a lot of research. Your man's shit ain't that good. It's good to you because it's the best in the market. Yeah. But when they come with this grown shit that these motherfuckers got to provide facts for, because when they grow it, they got to do the test. They got to be, it's just like food. Yeah. They can't sell you chicken without telling you how many calories are going to be in each piece of chicken. Well, what, what, how much sodium is in what's each in it? What's not in it? Because the FDA is on my ass. Yeah, you want to make sure it's fully right. full so chicken, not the like same the shit with the bud. All that shit. Yeah. So the bud that you're going to get from the store, high thirties, thirty-five percent, thirty-eight percent. You're you're going to be able to get some high quality bud. Uh, and if that's your thing, then that's your thing. I support it. For all you people that just want to grow it in your yard. I got another thing coming to you. It's not that easy. Now, if you are a horticulturalist and you got a greenhouse, mm-hmm. hey, do your thing. Do your Those thing. four plants, yeah. don't get caught with more than four because it's it's hard. Uh, but grow your plants, do your thing. I, I support all of it. For sure. Uh, and speaking, speaking of legalities, mm-hmm. the NCAA finally fucking woke up. And now they're allowing college athletes to receive compensation for name, image, and likeness. N-I-L. Name, image, and likeness. You know what, though? It's a big fucking day. That's that's definitely... They overturned... Oh, my goodness. That's that's definitely like... They overturned... The good news of the week. <laughs> they overturned the bullshit with Reggie Bush. He gets his Heisman back. USC gets all those wins back. That's what's up. The wins that we watch USC do, Mm -hmm. and he took those wins away and said, oh, these are vacated wins. And I'm like, fam, I watched the game. You can't take that away from me. But the record books, they just wiped it out like shit never happened. Mm -hmm. So now Reggie Bush gets his Heisman back. Uh, USC gets their games back. But more importantly, these college players are allowed to fucking make some money off of their name and likeness and their images and it's about now, time man because NCAA- oh my goodness you yo you think they, well the ncaa do you think they're gonna have to give out some, some, some back pay do you think they're gonna have to give out some back pay no they're not doing back pay and that's why so they, they like pass like players because they just like signed nope Oof. no back pay Oof. now what they are doing what they what they did they did this smart they just signed a tv deal okay Ten bill, ten billion dollars. Yo, you know how much money the, the fucking NCAA, NCAA tournament brings in? Shit. The NC, the NCAA needed that because this year in the pandemic, with no fans, no games, no bowls, yep. they lost a lot of bread because they gave all these scholarships out, and they needed that infusion. Now they knew after they got this fucking TV money mm-hmm. that the kids was gonna fucking riot. So they said, boom, check it. You can make money off your name, image, and likeness. But <laughs> it depends on the laws. It doesn't supersede the laws in your state. So if Nebraska 
state law says you can't make no money off your name, image, and likeness, guess what? You ain't getting shit. You dead in the water. You ain't wow. getting shit. And these niggas but, is but making see, a playoff system. Then then you know. I know they, you know they already have they already have their playoff system. It's four teams, or excuse me, eight teams. They're going to blow that shit up to 16 teams next year. Yeah. A real playoff system, just like the NFL. So you know they had to start paying these fucking players, bro. Mm-hmm. You, this school gave me a $25,000 scholarship for three years, $75,000. In one school year, they made $500,000 from selling a jersey with my name on the back. Yeah. Fuck you, Alabama. You owe me some bread, boy. Watch, these kids are going to start and these any, kids are going to start being like real picky and choosy about what schools they they're going to want to go to knowing that they're going to get paid for their shit as opposed to going to UCLA as opposed to UCLA. like you know, you know schools that you know with the state law saying like nah, you ain't getting shit. So watch, you're going to see an influx of like these up and coming college students. If that's the case, they're gonna go try to go for the schools that they know that they're gonna make bread off of. And then UCLA and probably hurt other colleges. Stanford, UCLA, Stanford, USC. Right. It's in California. It's fucking Hollywood. If I'm pretty, if I'm blonde, if I'm a quarterback, I'm going to one of those schools because not only will I make some bread. You motherfuckers gonna put me in a movie. You motherfuckers is gonna get me a piece of Google. Commercial because times. Anybody who commercial. Yeah, anybody that. who graduated from Stanford. Mm-hmm. They're in Palo Alto. Anybody who graduated from USC and they're in the tech world, they work for fucking Google. They work for Uber. Silicon, corporate. Silicon they work Valley, for these bro. big companies. Silicon Valley. Exactly. The third highest paid state in the states. Mm-hmm. All the technology is there. All the money is there. So a Stanford graduate comes to me and says, hey, you in Stanford? Yeah, I went to Stanford, too. I didn't play sports. I was a nerd. But my company wants to give you some money if you come to Stanford, if you stay at Stanford, if you do a commercial, we want to give you some money. So now I'm making I'm giving Google a face for advertisement that doesn't stop at college. You can keep this shit up if you go pro. It helps both both parties with Google getting bread and, and the school getting bread and recruitment. Everybody. Everybody I, eats. Yep, this every, is yeah, beautiful. exactly. Everybody I, I, wins. I, the, rule, the rules ain't as clear as I'd like them to be, and it's not as much money as I'd like it to be out there. Uh, Alabama's quarterback, he is now the face of a local sweet tea. <laughs> my man was out here doing commercials the day they announced the rule change my man did like five sweet tea commercials damn right off the bat he hit, him with the, he hit him with the slow wink and everything the slow sip of the tea he was eating biscuits and shit like if you're in Utah they, they gonna put your face on a car dealership Like, but you're gonna make some money off your name image and likeness exactly. that's where you won't make your money off name image and likeness What's that? one place you won't make it what? you wanna guess EA fucking sports oh oh EA sports of course said we're gonna make a college football game yeah they are bringing they are EA finally gonna sports bring one out we're gonna make a college football 
They are going to bring one They're out. Gonna make I did a hear something about that. Game. They're going to make a college basketball game. Oh, they but are. They don't want to pay the players. Yes, but oh. they don't want to pay the players because it's a lot of checks to go around. So what did they say? Mm. We're not going to put your name on the back of the jersey. Oh, they've been doing that with We're the past. Gonna... They've been doing that with the past games, bro. On the on the PlayStation Two and it's all a, that shit. It's a loophole, bro. Yeah. When Jordan made that silly ass basketball game, Windy City attacks yeah. or whatever the fuck, the Windy City Crisis, something he like couldn't that. Do an EA Sports basketball game, so he wasn't on NBA Live. It was Guard Twenty Three. Yep. With a black face and a bald head. Yep. And then after that contract was over, he was he on. Uh, I, was like minded. He was on Live 99, I think. Because I remember I, I got that game for Christmas. For, no. Was it Live 99? It the first game he appeared on. The first game he appeared on was the 2K game. I think it was 2K11. No, he, he was, was on, on an NBA game. Live game. I'm telling you. Trust me. Bro. On the PlayStation bro, okay, 1. I, on the I, PlayStation I, 1. That's I'm not talking 2. I'm talking 1. Michael Jordan appeared on no video games from Windy City Crisis until he was on the cover of 2K. That was the whole niche. For the first time on a basketball game ever, Michael Jordan. And they had a whole Michael Jordan mode where you got to relive all his special moments, the 63-point game versus the Celtics, all that shit. That was his first time being on a basketball game because he shared the same thought process as Charles Barkley. Why am I going to be on your basketball game for a $3,000 check when you're selling these games for 60 bucks a piece? I'm not getting a piece of that. Right. No, don't put me on your fucking games. So Charles Barkley has never been on a fucking 2K uh, willingly. Not, not, not since, uh, not since 2K. I missed that game they too. Did, uh, I missed that the game. Dream team, the original Dream Team versus the Redeem Team. That was the last game Barkley was on. After that, Barkley said, nah, fam. I'm, I ain't got no contract with NBA because it's, it's in it's in the NBA contract. Just like, hey, we're going to sell your image and likeness to anybody who wants to make a video game. Right. Hey, after the game's over, you got to do press for X amount of minutes. It's all in your contract and you can't get away from it now because the Players Association negotiated it like that with the owners. Next time they go to the table, they'll probably get more money for it. But right now they're fucked. Yeah. The NCAA EA Sports said, fam, we're going to make these college games. We're not going to use your name, image, or likeness. Mm-hmm. I remember because I, so uh, I used to have NCAA football 2001. We got a center. That was my favorite game. We got a 7 4 center, white boy, foreign, with the high and tight haircut. He looks like Greg Ostertag. <laughs> Guess what? When they make the fucking game, it's going to be a black dude with a high top fade. Same height, same skill, same moves. But they're going to get away from name, image, and likeness so hard, right. it's going to make you sick. But pay, just like I say, pay the creators, pay the fucking athletes. And if you guys hit me with, hey, you're an athlete, you're a student athlete, you should go to school and get a degree, fuck that degree. These athletes are stupid. Derek Rose, his one year of college was ineligible. And they didn't find out till he went into the draft. That boy can't read. You hear me? He cannot read. Ever since he was little, they knew he could play basketball. So they let him play basketball. Yeah, he he balled for Memphis. And somebody else took his test. And somebody else took his test. And those teachers passed him. 
Mm-hmm. Those teachers passed him because guess what? I'm a teacher at a public school in Chicago in the city. I get paid $40,000 a year. One home game with Derrick Rose could make this school $10,000. They will fire me before they let me make Derrick Rose ineligible for a high school basketball game. Point blank and period. So I'm going to pass him. And everybody did that since he was little. That young man cannot read. Most athletes are stone stupid. If not all, most athletes are stone stupid. So don't tell me they got free education because they are not using it. The system (laughs) is not not holding them accountable. (laughs) They're not taking advantage of it, bro. Oh, my God. Football players. Now, I I will say this. With the new rules for NCAA paying these players, I want to see basketball make the rule two and done. To what? If you go to college, two years. Mm Mm-hmm. Two years. I want to see two and done. Instead of one and done, yeah. I want to see two and done. Yeah. Because I want to see more developed players come out of the college system. And look, if you a basketball player, you should get an education. There's only 400 active basketball players playing basketball right now. The chances of you getting drafted and working through your whole first contract are very low. Same with football then, players, but there's a lot and, more. And then, and then you know the process. You know the process. Hold on, hold on. But you still know the process of, especially the college basketball players. If they don't get draft drafted, it's either go down to the G League or you're basically going overseas to work your way into getting into the league because you're just gonna make the path harder. But, no, but still having, no. but still having that education. Don't talk about overseas, yo. That's just what the hell happens, yo. Don't talk about overseas. They they're only allowed they're only allowed to have two Americans on every team overseas. Two Americans. Mm. So your chances your chances of going to play in Turkey, going to play in Croatia, going to play in China, going to play in Japan, right? Spain, Portugal, your chances of playing over there super low. They those kids that are playing over there they don't go to college. They don't go to school. They train to play basketball from the age of eight. That's why Luca is so good. He's been playing basketball since he was like 12, fam. <laughs> He's a fucking vet overseas. Yeah. yeah, it's his third year in the NBA. That motherfucker been playing basketball for 10 years. Over there. He good money. Yeah, over there, yeah. He, you he saw Brandon Jennings in the States? Brandon Jennings killed in high school. Said, fuck college. He went over to Greece. He went over to Turkey or some shit. He looked like trash. He came back to the States. He looked great. Their system over there is a lot more difficult. It's a lot more rigid. It's a lot more system-based. Yeah. Our guys don't look good over there. So don't go to the G League. Don't go overseas. Stay in college mm-hmm. two years. Get you a jump shot. If you a big man, get you some post moves. Fuck you, Dwight Howard. <laughs> go to class. Shit. Get you some post moves. <laughs> and going about your business and get your bread. You got to make yourself a viable product. Now, I know Oh, uh, if you're a power forward, you got to get a, you got you definitely got to get a jump shot because that's where the league is going. You got to be able to shoot. Yeah. Everybody's got to be able to shoot. Every position has to be able to shoot. But if you're a power forward or a center. 
You better get in that paint and do some fucking work. I want to see footwork. I watched Hakeem Olajuwon highlights for 30 minutes today. That was a bad motherfucker. That was a bad motherfucker. And I'm going to tell you this. If Jordan doesn't retire, Hakeem still beats him to get a ring. (laughs) Know that. (laughs) Know that. You hear me? Know that. Especially when um, I know they beat up on the Knicks. Hakeem, Hakeem the Dream, that post move, bro. That's it. The Hakeem shake? Yeah. Hakeem could do everything, bro. He's in my top five players all time. LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Hakeem, Magic. Shaq is six. What? Shaq is six. Shaq, okay. That, okay. Shaq okay. That's the, that's that's your six man right there. Yeah. And if and if if him and Kobe could have kept their shit together, yeah. Shaq would be a, ahead of Hakeem. But Shaq, unfortunately, he like James Harden. I like to play myself in the shape. You know, he did that dumb shit. Uh, but anyway. College players is getting paid. I'm super happy. It's about that. time. We've been bitching about this. Years, Yeah, we've decades. been bitching about this for a million years. Yeah. Million years we've been bitching about this. This shit finally came to fruition. It's a great day mm. for collegiate sports. I hope the states change the laws or adjust the laws so that every state, because if you want to make your college viable, your per, your players have to have the ability to get paid. If you if, if you want to make your college viable, <laughs> if you want your college students to if eat you better want, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> and it's not just football, it's basketball, it's lacrosse, it's all, it's yeah, all sports, women's the, soccer, the men's soccer, team, tennis, volleyball, baseball, softball, everything. all this shit. Pay Golf. all these motherfuckers, all that shit, yo. Hey, I go out here sign some autographs, fam. Track and field, anything, yo. You hear me? Yeah. I want a steak dinner. You want me to sign this hat? I want a steak dinner, my nigga. <laughs> With the shrimp and the lobster sauce on that hoe. <sighs> All the sports. Speaking of which, since I have a funny. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Off the sports, I have a very funny, I have a very funny comment that I saw on the app today. Which one, Twitter? So a woman. I don't know, but I just saw it on these apps. Okay. A woman well, says, "Here you go, tremendous apps." After two, after two months of talking, I told this guy I wasn't ready for a relationship, and he responded, "It's been great. Hope you have a good one." And then he blocked me. No effort, no pressure. I'm devastated. <sighs> Wow. How confusing, how confusing is this message? I mean, I'm clearly, like, just me just saying what I just did now, you know, it's it's that continuation of just, here we go again type shit, you know. People expecting something, they don't get what they want, and then it's it's just a jab back, and then they just, you see, like, the real sock and colors of a person, but, yeah, I don't, I'm not getting well, that one. Well, number one, number one. After two months, I tell you, I'm not ready for a relationship. Cool. I understand. Sometimes it takes that time to understand that that's not what you want. I can live with that. It's very, it's very few. No effort, no pressure. (sighs) Wow. Wait, given. If you tell me you're not ready for a relationship, 
Yeah. If you tell me you're not ready for a relationship and I want a relationship, I'm not going to apply pressure. I'm not going to negotiate you into a relationship, fam. Mm -hmm. What did my grandma say? I ain't in the business of keeping no nigga that don't want to be kept. I'm pretty sure she didn't come up with that slogan, but fuck it. She said it. So why, if you tell me you don't want a relationship and I, and I want a relationship, Mm -hmm. why did you want me to apply pressure? No sense. In the comments behind this, nothing is being like just given. Just given it, let it let it take its time. Let it just like grow for what it is, and then it'll probably maybe eventually get there. But right now is right now. Like this ain't no two months. You're not wasting my time. Two months is a long time. You're not wasting no more of my time. If I want a relationship and you don't after two months, I'm out. I'm not gonna waste my time on you. I'm not gonna fucking and it all depends spend time on, you know, catching it, feelings. It definitely with varies you. between the, between the, the two people too, yo. Because like you said, I'll be the type to do the same shit too. I'll sit here and wait a while, but I'm just like, yo, this but shit my, ain't, I'm just yeah. if this shit ain't moving, effort then. I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck at the fact that she said what she wanted, and then she was mad that he didn't. She didn't get the answer she wanted. That he didn't put in. No, no. She said she didn't want a relationship. Well, he, he said, didn't. "Hope you have a good one. It's been great." He wanted a relationship. She yeah, said she didn't okay, want it. Yeah, he's not. So he sit said around. peace, and he blocked her. <laughs> and she said, "Why hey. didn't he apply any pressure? Why didn't he put in any effort? Because you said what you wanted. If that's not what you wanted, then you shouldn't have said it. Mean what you say and say what you mean." My baby mama says that to me all the time. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Oh my god, this is confusing. And then the comments behind what, this what are of, even more. What type of is she trying to throw out? Like, get the fuck. It's a, it's a Jedi mind trick. And then yeah. somebody says behind it, that guy was not. That guy was not genuinely interested. If he was, he won't just quit like that. I've been there. And I know that sometimes all a lady wants is for you to show how genuine you are. Just push, and you'll be surprised how the doors open even wider than you expected. Number one, this is bullshit. That is. That is. He's trying to get the draws. <laughs> Next. If I'm interested, Next. if I'm interested, and you tell me you don't want a relationship, if a relationship is what I want, we have no more to talk about. It's just like on the opposite side. If I want a physical relationship and you tell me you're not into just a physical thing, okay, cool. I'm out because that's what I was looking for. And I'm old and I don't have time to negotiate with you. And then it feels like I had to talk you into doing it. I had to coerce you. Fuck that. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. The same Fortune 500, yo, for real. Let's get, let's go. I just want. (laughs) I just want to suck on your toes and have your legs akimbo. That's all I want in life. <laughs> if you're not into that, suck, peace. I will go find a young person that is. A young because you're literally hearing you're hearing the same thing for 60 days, bro. I mean, it's like, come on. Well, I don't know if she said it for the whole 60 days. Well, I'm, I'm just saying two me. months, 30 days of pop. There you go. 60 days. But I mean, you know. I'm just saying if if he blocked her right when she said it, she clearly didn't say that. Any of the other 59 days of their mm-hmm. recording. 
See. Props to the- it's rough out here, bro. It's, it's, it's always it's rough, rough in the streets. I, it's always rough in the streets. <laughs> last week, I told you guys to stay away from the pessimistic person, man or female. Mm-hmm. Stay away from the pessimistic person. That person that had a bad day and there's nothing on earth that can cheer them up. That person that can't have a good time because they're thinking about the bad times. That pessimistic person, stay away from that pessimistic person. Here's what you also stay away from. A person that cannot communicate. Now, I talk for a living. I run my mouth. I can talk to a ham sandwich. I tell you guys all the time. I got no problem talking, expressing my feelings. Different story. Sometimes (laughs) I do it. My delivery is terrible. And that fucks up my message. If I hit you with some heat when I'm expressing my feelings, all you're all you're worried about is, yeah, did you just call me a bitch? Like that's what you hear. You didn't hear none of the other shit I said. You just heard me say, yo, you 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 was acting like a bitch, and then you stop listening. So I have a hard yeah, everything time just fades out. You just hear the main two words. But I'm working on my communication. Mm-hmm. If you know you have a hard time communicating, have a hard time communicating your feelings and you'd rather not talk about any serious situation, stay away from that person. Because what's going to happen, you're going to be faced to have a real conversation with this person. And instead of having that conversation, That's always they're going to yeah, yeah, you to death. They're going to yeah, yeah, you to death. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're not going to express their feelings. And then when they're alone, they're going to make up situations in their head. They're going to make up situations in their head. And they're also not going to express those feelings to you. You're going to put them on the spot and say, hey, being inverted to talk. We being inverted. We need to have words about where we're going. No, I'd rather not talk about that. Mm -hmm. So now you don't know where you stand. Yeah, because you got your, you got you your partner have, holding everything internally, yo. You don't have closure. You don't have resolution. You don't have what you need to give you that assurance that you're in a good space with your partner. Leave the non-communicators alone. Yep. Unless that non-communicator is between 20 and 25 years old, leave that non-communicator alone. And if you give a non-communicator time because you feel like you can change this person, you can show them what healthy (laughs) communication looks like. If you're one of those DIY relationship motherfuckers, if you want to do it yourself, you want to build a motherfucker. You want to Home Depot your shit. You know all the risks that come with that. You want to Home Depot your shit. You know all the risks. Oh, bro, if you want to do it yourself, if you want to fix a rupper. You want to come to Lowe's. And I'm saying... Come to death lows. Like you know when you gotta fix her up a relationship, oh, you know man. that hey, I'm not gonna get the perfect person. I'm not even gonna get the perfect person for me. This person has to adjust to the stuff that I like, the stuff that I don't like, and I have to adjust to them the same way. And you also have to compromise. What's a nice to have? What's a need to have? But communication, my nigga, is not a nice to have. 
if you're going to spend forever with a motherfucker, you want them to be able to tell you, hey, I had a bad day. This is hey, this is what's going on. Do this, <laughs> when you do this, it makes me feel like this, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Could you stop it? Could we talk about what your intent is when you do this? Because this is how I receive it. If you can't have a conversation <laughs> like that without a lot of shoulder shrugs and I don't know, I don't know, I don't, know, I, don't I don't know. If you can't do that, leave that person the fuck alone because you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Because, and it's not even about you expecting you from your partner. Yo, but you do expect things to progress. I mean that, and you're wasting too much time. Ex- no, hold on, but you're wasting too much time trying to think what that that other person is, is thinking. You know, it's like you're playing a game within yourself, and now you're insecure mm-hmm. because you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know what they're feeling because they can't communicate it. Yeah. So now you're guessing, and you're guessing all the time. Hey, you all right? Hey, you okay? You sending text messages in the middle of the afternoon. Hey, are we okay? Are we all right? You seem different today. That shit right there is a definite turn off for the and ladies. Now you're and insecure. You're a guy and you do that dumb shit. Mm-mm. Being insecure is a turn off for all sexes. Yeah. But you got to understand it's levels to insecurity. Like if you're thirsty under Instagram post. With local women, that's not insecurity. You're just not being a good partner. Right? Right. If I'm on the internet and I'm fucking flirting with everybody that I interact with, that's not her being insecure. That's me not being a good partner. There's some lines that you just can't cross with your partner, with your spouse. There's a lot of lines that you just can't cross, a lot of respect boundaries. Mm Mm-hmm. But even that slip that even sometimes that slips in the back of some of a person's mind. It shouldn't. But it happens. And if it does, and it happens too often, mm-hmm. then you're not ready to be in a relationship. Bingo. Or you gotta prioritize. Like when I see motherfuckers on Facebook with a joint Facebook account with their spouse, you know <laughs> what that is. Yep. You already know what that is. Somebody cheated. He can't be trusted on Facebook. He was flirting. He was in inboxes. He was liking pictures at three in the morning. And they do have a timestamp when you like those fucking pictures. And if that woman is in a relationship and you like every picture except for the one where she's with her partner, you look thirsty. Mm. And I hate to and I hate to be the thirsty police because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> there have been times on these apps where I've been thirsty. Nah, I just don't give a fuck. Y'all don't pay attention to them. <laughs> nah, I've been I've been thirsty on these apps, fam. <laughs> I've been thirsty. Like I sent I sent maybe, Joey yeah, Taylor. Maybe like in my, like in my younger day. younger when probably like when Twitter and all that shit first came out, but now I'm just like I could care the fuck less. Everybody actually nah, I, 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 I sent Joy Taylor a message every day for like two months. Oh, I remember that shit. I was like, yo, I just I just want you to know you're beautiful. <laughs> I hope you hydrated, Joy Taylor. <laughs> hey, Joy I Taylor, I love you. Nobody like, delivers the news. Just cracking myself. I'm just like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joy Taylor, nobody delivers the news like you. Like I was out I was out here. 
for Joy Taylor. Yeah. I love her. Hey, Joy Taylor, I love you. This is a Joy Taylor dedication podcast for the best female analyst on TV and in the pod sphere. We love Joy Taylor here at The World Is Yours. Uh, yeah, you know. But yeah, stay away from stay away from the non-communicators, bro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, both both sexes, stay away from the non-communicators. If you're listening to this and you realize that you're with a non-communicator now, mm-hmm. if you've been working on communicating better and it hasn't got better, leave, run. Because if that person doesn't want to make themselves better to be a better partner to you. Mm-hmm. That's a sign that they're not dedicated to you as they should be. And communicating is hard. Communicating I mean, is a flag. Every flag should that be you like need to do. flying. <laughs> Immediately flying. That's a big red flag. That red flag that's needs a to big be red flag. And that's a Yeah. Put some put some shiny stars around that shit. Whatever it is you wanna imagine your red flag to be all lit up like a fucking Big old Burger King sign, Wendy sign, whatever. Like that shit needs to be just up in the and air. It's or... a big red flag. Yeah. It's like not being able to manage your money. If you can't manage your money, that's a big red flag. At our grown ass ages, at our big ass age, if you can't <laughs> manage your money, guess what, fam? It's not gonna work. Nope. Because I pride myself on being able to manage my money. And if you ask me for money, I'm going to ask you, how did you get in this position? And you'll never want to borrow money from me again. I promise you, because that lecture comes with homework. We're going to look at your bank statement. We're going to look at all your bank accounts. We're going to look at your spending. Mm -hmm. Did you need to DoorDash three times last week? Didn't you go to the grocery (laughs) store? Because it's going in my pocket. So if you spent... Yeah, if you spent 120 in groceries, why did you turn around and spend 120 in DoorDash in three days? You literally just did you not you literally buy just the right groceries? <laughs> Probably not. You literally just <laughs> bought food. We got food at the house. Yo. I mean, it's like they're probably just buying but that's, they're probably just buying things that like supplement the din- supplement the dinners by DoorDash and that's probably what they're doing. Instead of like actually that. buying the shit that. that that they they order. Like, say, you know, a fucking KFC DoorDash order. I mean, come on. Buy your own fucking chicken and fry that shit. It's not that hard. Fuck that. <laughs> I I sound just like my parents. We got food at the house. Exactly. You, you, it's, a, I like to go out to eat. But if I do a lap around the house and I see some food that I can cook, I'm not going to McDonald's. Now I might go to a sit-down restaurant because I ain't got that shit in the house. Yeah, but I'm not that's going different. to McDonald's yeah, that's or Burger King, that's very Chick-fil-A. Fuck that, my nigga. We got, we got, hey, my nigga, I got sandwiches at the house. I can make a panini. Why am I going to go to Subway for? I got lunch meat in the house. I got 10 different types of cheeses. And if I don't eat those cheeses, then that's money wasted because it's going to go bad. So not only did I make waste the money by buying the cheese, I also wasted the Subway because I bought Subway when I had sandwiches at the house. Fuck that shit. Especially, hey, especially, when, especially money, when you got the, the, the lunch meat and cheese, you can make your own shit. That's all it is. So it's the 6th of July. It's the 6th of July, the 5th of July. I want everybody to look at their bank account for the last 60 days. How much money did you spend on eating out versus groceries? 
And if you can't do the comparison, just tell me how much money you spent on eating out. I mean, this is tell me if you're proud of that. This is this is one of the things we learned growing up as kids watching our parents do it. Come on, we got to go to the grocery store like every single day of our lives. That's the number one teaching right there is we get we get this from our parents so that we learn that shit because I don't go out buying shit. But our parents, our parents didn't have the convenience of DoorDash apps. Uber Eats apps. Well, no, nah, not even. Apps. I mean, yeah, that too. You can, you can throw that, that in so... there. You can throw that in there. But what I'm just saying, generally as a whole, growing up, from the time you know you're but that makes it you're four or five years old and going up. Ball game, bro. I'm yeah, but I'm just saying that like all those chips, all those chips you go with your parents grocery shopping since you were a kid. Like to yeah, me, but I, to me, trust and believe. So. To me, that's before, just what I learned growing up. Before I turned, before I turned twenty-five, mm-hmm. I did not know how to properly make groceries, and I had lived on my own for probably oh, eight to ten years before that. I, I did not know how to make groceries properly. You go in the store, you get the shit you like. Mm-hmm. You never compare the prices. Hey, this bread is twenty-seven cents more than this other bread. It's both honey wheat. Well, one is this brand, one is Nature's Own. Well, I'm going to get the one that's 27 cents cheaper. And if you got coupons, you get the coupons, whatever the fuck else. Also, that little tag on the price tag that says serving price per unit, that's important. When you're feeding more than just yourself, that's important because it might say 18 cents per serving. Another one says 14 cents per serving. Well, if I'm feeding six people, that five cents counts. So learn how to make groceries. If you don't know how to make groceries, at least go to the store with a list. So you get everything and buy your groceries in meal quantities. Yeah. It's Monday, Tuesday. I want to make spaghetti. That's something I'm getting at the grocery store. Wednesday. I want to make pork loin. That's something I'm going to get from the store with all the sides. Mm -hmm. Thursday. I want to make this. Friday, we're eating leftovers. Saturday, we're eating leftovers. I'm taking leftovers for lunch. Now I'm on this I'm in the store on a mission with specifics. Instead of just shopping, people always say, Don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. I don't know if that's true or not. I never guess heard what? That I'm a shit. I've never heard that shit. Yeah. yeah. People say that and I go in the ice cream section and I get crazy amounts of ice cream knowing that I'm lactose intolerant. I don't think it was because I'm hungry. I just think I'm an unsupervised adult with a lot of money in the grocery store, and I always want to get the shit my parents told me I couldn't have. Yeah, that kind of kicks in in the back of the mind. (laughs) Yeah. So manage your money. Like, really look at your money. I'm going to talk a lot about financial shit, financial freedom, because I'm in the process of teaching this class Mm -hmm. to high school students, seniors. And last year when I taught this class to high school students, I was so good at it. They told their parents the next week I'm teaching their parents. And it's amazing how many adults don't know how to balance a checkbook. It's amazing how many adults. I mean, that's, that's something I learned in fourth grade, bro. I I was taught that shit in fourth grade. They don't teach it in school. I mean, yeah, times are different now. They don't teach it in school no more. Guess what? They, they taught motherfuckers how to type in school too, but I was sitting next to big head Tanisha Brown. 
and she had a little ass and her nails was always done. So guess what? Instead of learning how to type, I learned how to Mac. Hey, Tanisha, how you doing today? You smell my cologne? You like my white t-shirt? Oh this Christmas, Like that was me. So I, I still don't know how to type. 37 years old, about to be 38. Still don't know how to uh, type. But guess what? Yeah. I know Tanisha is a Capricorn with a Virgo sunset or a Virgo moon. The fuck? I know that much. Yeah, Tanisha, I miss you. Wow. <laughs> this nigga's on some Sailor Moon so, shit yeah, from Cartoon Network and shit over here. <laughs> good shit, but manage your money. Really manage your finances. I'm going to talk, oh, I'm gonna talk next week about uh, what happens when you swipe your debit card versus what happens when you put a check in the mail. I'm going to talk about that shit next, next time we pod. Man. But manage your money. And I just want everybody... Uh, to tweet TWIY pod uh, and let me know how much money you spent in the last 30 or 60 days ordering food, whether it's eating out or it's ordering on DoorDash. Just give me the total amount. Now, if you have a budget for your eating out pleasure and your fast food convenience, did you fall within your budget? Because my budget now is $150. In November, December, January, I spent $400 at least every month. And that's when I came up with the budget. Right. I was like, yo, fam, I can't do this shit every month. Spending $400 on DoorDash, spending $400 on eating out. Yeah, I love a lobster tail, bro. I love yeah, lobster tail. As much as I be wanting crab legs and fucking... shit and mussels and all kinds of shit, man, I got a plan for that we shit. We got a... We got a crab du jour opening up right down the street, and they're going to be on DoorDash. But guess what? Them niggas ain't getting but $40 out of me every month. You know? One bag of of seafood every month, unless it's a special occasion, because I have a budget. I got to put that money elsewhere. I always try to catch some shit on special or um, on some type of sale, like for real. Got to put that money elsewhere. That money's got to go towards a credit card. That money's got to go towards savings. If you're an adult, if you're a homeowner, and you don't have $1,000 in your savings account, on average, something close to $1,000 as a homeowner, you're not equipped for an emergency. Yeah. Credit cards are cool. And when you were growing up, like my mother, and I don't want to put her business out there, but she filed bankruptcy when I was in like the ninth, 10th grade. So all she said to me was, don't get credit cards. Credit cards are the devil. Credit cards are evil. Credit cards Man, are they a scam. The fuck if you No, they're not. No, they're not. At the time, at the time credit we'll... in America. At the time, what your moms were saying, though. I'm actually, yeah. She was wrong. She yeah. misused her credit. She paid bills on her credit. Never pay a fucking bill on your credit card. Don't pay a bill with a bill. Because they're going to put interest on that. And that $150 bill is now $170. And in six months, it's $193. And in six months, it's $225. Never pay a bill with a bill. Never pay a credit. Never pay any bill with your credit card. Don't take out a loan. Don't take out a loan to pay another loan. It's it's a continuous cycle. Don't exactly. Well, unless that loan has no no APR and you and you plan on paying it off before the interest starts hitting, like twelve months, right? Then you're good. Yeah. 
but don't revolve debt. And sometimes you revolve debt for a month or two because you're in a tight spot and that's okay for a month or two. But if you're paying $60 to the credit card so that you have $60 to spend and then you go spend the same $60 before the next bill comes out, Mm -hmm. you're revolving debt. Put your credit cards away. Try and get to 80% of your balance. If an emergency happens, you can put it on your credit card. Your car got fucked up. It's going to cost you $1,200. You don't get paid till next week, but you got $1,200 on your credit card. You're good. And you got nothing to worry about. You, ain't wait, you, got, you don't have to worry about them calling, pretty much. And, and that's just what it is. Keep them off your back. Financial responsibility is important. Uh, black people are not great with finances and i don't want to say black people i'm going to say young people young people aren't great with finances of all races but some cultures they're teaching this at home Mm -hmm. i work in finance so you would think my kids are great at managing their money (laughs) absolutely not my kids are expensive my kids are expensive they need their hair done they need their nails done they have fucking, they got to put gas in the car. They got to go to work. They got to fucking buy the fresh fits. Got to keep up with the times. Got to keep up with the times. <laughs> Soon, they're going to understand all that shit I've been saying about, hey, spend this much, save this much. All that shit's going to make sense, and they're going to make some money, and they're going to be like, yo, you was right, fam. My son, he's making bread with UPS. Making super bread with UPS. Yeah. He got his first couple checks. Of course, blow it. You want some Jordans? Go buy the Jordans, man. You deserve it. You work hard. Come August, September, I'm going to sit him down. I'm going to say, yo, let's look at your income. Let's look at your debt to income ratio. Let's look at how much money you spend on bullshit. Yeah. Do you need every pair of Jordans that come out? Because you don't just buy one pair. You got to buy a pair for your girl. You got to buy a pair for your kids. Next thing you know, you just spent $600 on a Saturday morning because you won the raffle. If one eats, they all got to eat. And I'm not saying, and I ain't saying don't spend any money ever. Spend some money on yourself. If you work, you got to spend some money on yourself. But keep a tally. If you buy the J's on the 3rd of July, you don't have any free money for the rest of the month. And that's okay. Or you take out your food budget. Your convenience budget. You take out your video game budget. You take out your <laughs> Netflix budget. Hey, I spend this much money on entertainment. The man who has a PlayStation the 5. The theaters is open now, so. <laughs> yeah, look, I got a PlayStation 5. Guess what? Yeah. I got a video game budget. I'm I'm equipped to spend $50 every month on video games. PS5 Last games month, are not 50 bucks, though, are they? They went. They went up to like what? They seven? are not. Yeah, they so, went up to like what? 60, 70? 70. 70. But I don't buy a game every month. Yeah, so yeah. So exactly, rollover exactly. saves me. I didn't buy. <clears throat> I, I didn't buy shit in April. So in in May, I bought a video game. It cost me thirty bucks. I caught it on the discount. Oh yeah, that's the best right I there. I still had twenty dollars left. That's the best right there. I still had twenty dollars left. In June, I bought a controller. Cost me $70. I already had 50 in the budget. I had 20 rollover from the previous month. Boom, I won. 
July, I'm going to buy Ninja Gaiden Trilogy. Oh, wow. 33 bucks. I'm going to have $17 left. What am I going to spend that $17 on? Renewing my Xbox subscription. If I choose to play Xbox. Yeah. Madden comes out in August. 2K comes out in September. So now I'm going to yeah, take out the my same time. budget so I can buy those two games. That's around the same time FIFA going to be dropping. September, October. Fuck FIFA, bro. Don't be mad. This is not a soccer-friendly pod. <laughs> this is not a soccer-friendly pod. <laughs> but we wrapping this shit up. Uh, I want everybody... <clears throat> Everybody in the comments, if you want to be a part of the the world is yours fantasy football league, we have 10 teams available. It's going to be a 12 team league. Myself, King Raymond are going to be in the league. Yep. The pot is a thousand dollars. You don't have to put in if you don't want to. If you win first place, you will win one thousand American dollars. If I win, which I will, (laughs) I will take any money. I will take any money that was donated. Okay. If you come in last place, if you come in last place, you have to get T-W-I-Y pod mm-hmm. tattooed on your body. Oh, ooh, so aggressive. A real tattoo. So fucking aggressive. That was the most exclusive. If, if you come in last place, you have to get T-W-I oh. pod. The world is yours. Tattooed on your body. Wow. A real tattoo. Wow. Second to last place has to host the fantasy football draft for the next season. Okay. King, write this shit down. Okay. Because the invites are coming out in two weeks. The draft will be April 15th. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Do you know which um draft? Which uh which which uh, platform you're gonna use? Or are you gonna just announce that later? ESPN. ESPN. Okay. ESPN. Okay, we can do that. Always ESPN. Got you. The draft will be August 14th. Okay. So we're looking for 10 people to play against. I'm going to win. King, I don't know what you're going to do in this league, but I know I'm going to win. I mean, you pretty much play every year. The rules are going to be the rules are going to be a little amped. The points are going to be a little amped. Two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, no funny shit where it's like a second offensive player. So people play two quarterbacks. None of that funny shit. <laughs> yeah. But this is going to be a 12 person league. Is more. So less is more. Make sure. Just less is more. But it's a, but it's a 12 person league. So you got to make sure you get a deep team. Trades are going to be great. I don't care about trades. I'm going to be the commissioner, but I will pay the winner. One thousand American dollars. Mm. Nobody's gonna beat me. No matter which way. Check. Nobody is going to beat Cash App. DJ World Premier. Whatever the case may be. Venmo. Whatever, whatever, whatever you got, whatever your situation is. <laughs> if you want to join the league, please email T W I Y Pod. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. 
twiypod at gmail.com. And then we'll just shoot, shoot you out the link to jump into the, into the fantasy draft. Ten people. The draft is August 14th. All right, Test your you, luck. Gotta, you, you gotta to pick. You gotta pick money. a good time though, because we could be having cats from East Coast, West Coast. So figure out a good time slot for that. It's a, sat- it's a Saturday, bro. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah, okay. I'll do it whenever. Eight o'clock, seven o'clock. The reason why I'm doing it so late is because I know uh, we'll have at least one, sometimes two preseason games under our belt by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an extra game this football season. It's a it's yeah, a seven, 17 weeks game. yeah seventeen week season yeah Ooh. I'm loving it yeah we we yeah, may I'm, love it but the players tell you. the players are just hating that shit uh they're gonna get paid yeah when, yeah. when the next time they negotiate they're gonna get paid <laughs> because NFL signed a new TV contract too and they also got one extra playoff game that they started last year so they started one more playoff game. And now they got one more regular season game. So that's just more money for the players. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm going to win the league. I want some competition. I will pay $1,000 out of my pocket if I do not come in first place. And you don't have to pay anything. If you want to donate something, donate it. Okay. If you don't, you could win $1,000 just by mopping the floor with the league. And some of you jokers get lucky. Not my league. <laughs> I win. Every time I play a league, I win. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to this shit, y'all. King, what you watching? What you watching, King? I know you ain't watching the news. You said you was watching Amazon. What you watching, Playboy? I mean, actually, before before we jumped on the pod, I was watching uh, motherfucking Reservoir Dogs for a minute. That was on, that was on Showtime and shit. So I was taking it back to the classic. You know what I'm saying? So Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that Quentin Tarantino shit. Mr. White, Mr. Blue. Who's your, who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite out the group of Reservoir Dogs? Who's your favorite? The homie the homie that cut off dude's ear, yo, the cop's ear off. <laughs> he was just fucking Mr. with Mr. Blonde? Mr. Blonde? Yeah, that was my dude. Like after he just he cut his ear off, he started pointing him, pouring him with the gas. But then the other homie who was playing decoy the whole time thought, you know, I thought he was dead the whole entire movie. I remember seeing that shit for the first time, and he just popped up out of nowhere and just popped Mr. Blonde. I was like, damn, y'all. I actually thought Mr. Blonde was going like the homie on fire, but he caught some. He caught a lucky break. So I was watching that. By the cop. Yeah. The, un- the cop. The, the, cop, un- the uh, undercover cop. I think. I think. Uh, Mr. Orange. Mr. Orange. Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Orange. He he had the accent. So I love Reservoir Dogs. Uh, my first experience with Quentin Tarantino. I think that was his first movie. Mm. I love Reservoir Dogs uh, because of Mr. Orange. Because he's an undercover cop, right? Mm-hmm. He's an undercover cop, and I'm not. No spoiler alerts. This movie's been out for like thirty years. Oh yeah, this is this old it. old movie. Go watch old DITC movie. Yeah, it's available everywhere. Please go see it. Great soundtrack. Uh, Quentin Tarantino movies always have a great soundtrack. Uh, go peep the soundtrack for Jackie Brown. Uh, but I love the movie because of Mr. Orange because he's an undercover cop. But when you get when they get to that part of the movie where they focus on Mr. Orange mm-hmm. and they focus on like how he became into the group, how he like learned how to be an undercover cop. Nope. 
that fucking story, the airport story, was amazing. So he tells this story, and another cop basically feeds him the story. But the cop Mm. says, like, hey, you got to make this story your own. You got to own this story, and you got to be able to tell every detail about this story. Mm -hmm. If you're in the bathroom, you got to be able to tell somebody shit or pissed all over the toilet or if it was a clean toilet. You got to be able to tell if the soap in the bathroom was that chalky shit that you had when you went to high school. (laughs) If the fucking paper towels were out or if they had that automatic hand blower. So Mr. Orange goes in there and he tells this story and it builds his cred with the rest of the group. So he says, hey, Back when we had a drought in California, I was out here selling weed, and I didn't want to sell weed, but I bought weed all the time, and I had some really good weeds. I had a good plug. Right. And everybody always hit me up. Everybody hit me up for the bud every time. And I'd be at the house. I'm watching Lost Boys. Great movie. I'm watching Lost Boys, and my phone's ringing off the hook. So I said, you know what? I'm going to hit the plug, and I'm going to buy some weed, and it'll pay for my habit. And I can sell weed to my friends, you know, nothing major, but I can sell to my friends. Yeah, just small always time. Me up asking me for it. Yeah. So during this drought, he has to make a trip, a road trip, uh, airport trip to go pick up the bud. So he gets two pounds in the middle of a drought. He comes in the airport. He's in the bathroom getting his shit together Mm -hmm. and he's taking a piss at the urinal and I'm taking this piss and I hear footsteps and it's a dog and I don't blink when the dog starts barking and the dog starts going crazy because he can smell that fucking loud pack in my backpack in the suitcase (laughs) this ain't that Reggie Bush nah my nigga Nah, my nigga, this is that Zaza. This is that exotic. This is that Joe exotic. This We smoking on that Shikari Richardson pack. You, know. you hear me? And the dog can smell it, but I don't blink. I finish pissing. I shake my dick. I go to the sink. I wash my hands with that antibacterial soap, the, the yellow dial. Damn, that shit's been out for a minute. God damn. And I'm washing my hands, and I put my hands under the automatic blow dryer, and the cops stopped. They hit the dog, tell the dog to shut up, and they look at me, and they say, you got some donuts in that bag? (laughs) And I laugh, and I say, nah, man, I got two pounds of weed in this bag. (laughs) And the cops laugh back, and I walk out the restroom, no problems. I was confident. I knew I was going to get away with this shit. And he tells this story so great. Everybody is at the table at this cafe. And they're eating this shit up. Yeah, literally. That was his golden ticket into the group. So Mr. Orange, he's not, because he's a cop, he can't be my favorite guy. Uh, But I do love his character development throughout the course of the movie. Mm -hmm. But Mr. White, Harvey Cartel, Larry, He's my favorite character because he doesn't know Mr. Orange from a can of paint. He doesn't know him. He breaks the rules for him. He tells him, hey, I did this bank job back in Mississippi, blah, blah, blah. 
So now Mr. Orange goes to his cop buddies and says, hey, I don't know this guy. I know his name is Mr. White, but I know he's from Mississippi because he talked about doing a job there with a woman. So check the records for any bank robberies with a man and a woman, Mm -hmm. and you're going to find out the real identity of Mr. White. He says, boom, check it. You got shot in the gut. You're not going to die. He's driving a car. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. Like, he did that shit while he was driving. He was loyal. When Mr. Blonde tried to kill him, what'd he do? Yo, you're not going to kill my man. And I don't know this nigga. I don't know his real name. I don't know where this nigga from. He don't know me. We didn't grow up together, but he stood tall with that man for the entire movie. Ten toes down. So Mr. White, my favorite character in Reservoir Dogs, also my favorite character in Pulp Fiction. And I watch Pulp Fiction today. So it's funny. You watch Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. I yes, watch Pulp Fiction that's, today. That's the I watch right there for me, man. Whenever that movie comes on, anytime classic movies like that come on, when we was growing up and shit, I mean, it's just like watching Goodfellas. Every time. Every time. Every time I see it, I'm going to watch it. Every, yeah. Uh, you watch Reservoir Dogs today. I watched Jackie Brown on Friday. Love Jackie Brown because I love Pam Greer. Oh, Pam Greer, you went listening. back, back, DTIC. Okay. Friday, I watched Pam Greer. Pam Greer, if you're listening, please call me. I love you, Pam Greer. Uh, I just want to smash Pam Greer because I want to tell my uncles that I did it. Because my uncles put me on to Pam Greer. All her movies, all the blaxploitation movies back in the 80s, my uncles put me on. So I want to beat Pam Greer down so I can tell my uncles, like, yo, fam, I did what you couldn't do. Come on, man. But yeah, I watched Pulp Fiction. I watched Pulp Fiction today. Uh, Pulp Fiction, great movie. A lot of great stories. Quentin Tarantino, great director. I know he says nigger a lot in the privacy of his own home. He probably says says it a lot on the movie set. Yikes. But for artistic... Hey, hey, bro. He says it with the ER, too. Uh, but since I don't hear him say it... Too. Hey, and everybody, every black person that hears them say, say it, they're on the payroll, mm-hmm. so they can't really act like they want to act. Uh, I guess he gets an easy pass, but he won't come yeah. to my house and say it. But Quentin Tarantino, great director, great movies. The Kill Bill series is next for me. I'm watching Kill Bill 1 and 2 uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'll watch Kill Bill 1 before the finals. I'll watch Kill Bill 2 on Wednesday. Yeah, that, that's been on lately yeah. too. That's been on lately too. My other, my other favorite Quentin movie was is always going to be Desperado. Always. That's 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 just my favorite Bro. gun tooting movie, man. From him, that's always been my movie as Desperado. a kid. I had it on VHS. Now I'm, I would watch that shit like thirty times a day. Desperado was cool, but I really felt like it was a like Antonio Banderas can't act. So that's why he didn't talk a lot in Desperado. Mm-hmm. He was just too busy. So I just felt like Desperado. He was just too busy emptying, was, you know, emptying and reloading, bro. And then smash, yeah, and, and smashing like Salma. That, that you know, you know. If I'm going to compare Desperado to something, I'm going to compare his character in Desperado to what? <laughs> Gerard Butler in Three Hundred with less. Acting talent. Oh, I'm going to CG because in Gerard Butler in 300, they CGI'd the muscles on him. Well, of course, the muscles wasn't real. Of the muscles were special effects. 
So they CGI'd the muscles on them. And yeah, that's yeah, they were wearing the some look very these, sophisticated suits. Look at these buff guys going to go fight in slow motion with special effects. Like the special effects, the fighting scenes carry 300. Yeah. Uh, the the good shit about 300, nobody really noticed, but like the film buffs like myself. Desperado was the same thing, but for Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Cute ass Antonio Banderas, cute ass Selma Hayek, some great action scenes with guns. And Antonio Banderas probably said 10 words the whole fucking movie. The real star of Desperado was Danny Trejo. Yeah, dude, the throwing knives. Danny Trejo was the real star because he got a spinoff. He got Machete Machete. off of Desperado. (laughs) Machete was like 15 years later, but Desperado 1 was cool. Uh, Desperado 2, I like that better. But Julio Iglesias was in that bitch. Yeah, and even to Johnny let you Depp. know even more, it's just about being pretty in the Desperado movies. It's a pretty action film. Yeah. I can't I can't respect it that much. But it's cool. I like the action. But take away the action, it's just a bunch of pretty motherfuckers who can't act. Uh the whole thing was just, you know, guns are blazing, man, for real. <laughs> guns blazing. Guns are blazing. In the guitar case, like that's engineering, bro. Motherfuckers were shooting rocket launchers. Rocket launchers was coming out the suitcase, machine guns. Oh man. When I'm when I saw that scene, I was just like, yeah. oh shit. He had the remote control car with the dynamite on it in the guitar case. Mm-hmm. Last words, Biggins. Last words. What you got for me, King? Oh uh, man, you know. Matter of fact, we can just go ahead and just, you know, we ain't done this in a while. We ain't done shout outs in a while though, bro. Honestly. So for me, uh, I want to shout out. Go ahead. I want to shout out people too. So go ahead. Get okay. Your shit okay. Shout out to all the fam in Jersey. But, you know, shout out to the brothers as always. World premiere. It's your boy King Raymond. Be easy. Phenomenon. Cali. You know, moms, pops, little biggins. E out there in the West Coast. Congrats on the engagement. Can't wait for the wedding. We going up to uh, New York. I'm guessing somewhere maybe upstate, but who knows, man. Shout out to all the friends, all the family, man. You know, keep your head up, man. These streets is crazy out here. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to the brothers. Uh, shout out to California, Sophisticated Savage. Uh, shout out to Phenomenon. Shout out to Ben. Uh, shout out to King. You out here grinding. Uh, shout out to me. My birthday's on the 14th. I don't know when at me. <laughs> on a fucking Wednesday, on a Wednesday. bro. Wednesday. <laughs> hey, but you know, we're going to do what we do on my birthday. We get a brand new bottle, something I don't normally do. Yeah. And we make sure the bottle don't see the sun go down. Uh, but I'm going to do whatever I want to do on my birthday because it's my birthday and that's how you're supposed to do it. Um, Shout out to mamas, all the mamas out there. Uh, shout out to B. And. Uh, listen, man, don't nothing come to a sleeper but a dream. Stay woke. Facts. The world is yours. Facts. Peace, King. Peace, peace, peace.
DJ World Premiere. The world is yours. You know, oh, oh. 